Hey there, it's Steve again. Hope all is well. Hope you're having a good week. If you find yourself in a negative mindset in a given day or a given week, I would encourage you to take a look around and be mindful of what your intake is, your diet. I mean, our diet is not just the physical component and what we eat, but there's also spiritual and an emotional component. So take a look at what your intake is in terms of what you're watching on TV, what you're listening to, what messages you think you're hearing, what you're reading, the people that you find yourself around, what kind of conversations are taking place. Sometimes we can find ourselves caught up in a lot of negative energy. So give yourself permission to take a time out and move away from that energy. Just some food for thought. Today we're gonna to talk about empowerment, finding empowerment. This is something that I needed to do in my recovery and need to do every day for me to continue to evolve and to grow and to continue to change and grow into the person that I wanna be on a daily basis. So we're gonna talk about that today. And I, I believe at the core of empowerment, it starts with giving ourselves permission. We're talking about taking our power back. It takes a lot of courage to do that. I'm in recovery, as many of you know, for alcoholism. Part of what contributed to my alcoholism was a lot of emotional abuse from unhealthy relationships. I certainly don't blame these people, but they contributed to my unhealthy ways. I own it and realize for me, to live the life worth living with purpose, structure, you know, a lot of purpose, I had to take my power back and feel empowered. If you're in some kind of recovery, which hopefully we all are, because you know, it's tough out there. There's a lot of opportunity, but there's also a lot of negativity. So I hope you find yourself in some form of recovery. And a lot about taking our power back, it, it, it takes a lot of courage. So we have to give ourselves permission, I think. I had to start, I had to start with forgiving myself. I mentioned this in a previous podcast and in a blog that I wrote this month about letting go of hate and letting go of fear. And I talked about my biggest resentment was towards me. I didn't like the way I felt. I didn't like the feelings and negative feelings I had towards others. The resentments I carried, the hatred at times. I didn't like that. I didn't like myself for that. So there was a lot of self-loathing going on, a lot of shame. You've heard me bring that up time and time again. So the biggest you know, pardon I had to give was to myself. I had to forgive myself. I take ownership of it. I've labeled it. I'm learning from it on a daily basis. And that helps me to let go of it. We gotta let go of that stuff. It's so unhealthy. For us to get unstuck, we've got to let go of the familiar, the old negative patterns that mainly revolve around our past, our overthinking about the past, future tripping. I mean, that's what anxiety is. And ultimately, we devalue ourselves. That's what I did, a lot of shame, believing that I wasn't enough. And I stopped giving myself permission to do a lot of things. In the last podcast, I talked about permission to feel our feelings. So first of all, I, again, I believe it starts with forgiving ourselves. Be gentle. 
Number two, permission again to feel our feelings. They're your feelings. They show up for a reason. They're there for a reason. It could be things that trigger us from our past, unhealthy relationships. It could be feeling guilty about mistakes that we've made. We all make them, if we're honest. We've all made them. Observe those feelings as they come up. They're there for a reason. As they say, listen to your gut. Every time I've listened to my gut, which is really my higher power, and that's just how I feel it physically, I go off in a pretty good direction. When I don't, uh-oh, there's trouble waiting for me. Don't pass judgment on the feelings. Good, bad, or indifferent, just sit with them, as I talked about in the last podcast. Feel them, label them, and you don't have to take action off of them. Whether we get all excited, we wanna run out the door, and we're gonna do all these positive things, usually if we come from a place of being emotionally charged, good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't usually work out the way we planned it. And then let them pass. You're the security guard to your feelings. Observe them. They're at your checkpoint. No judgment. You don't have to take action. Simply let them pass. The third thing is permission to dream again. Start believing the good in yourself, the good in this world, the good in others. There are some that we have to stay clear of. We have to move away from that energy. Remember a time when you did things right, if you really struggle. A lot of it is about remembering. We have a tendency in this society to remember the bad. People will forget the mistakes that we made, the things that we've said. What they'll remember is what we do, the action that we take, and how we make others feel. Start believing in yourself. Start making yourself feel good about you. Give yourself permission to take action now. You've got a little belief, a little bit of hope. You're feeling a little bit better. This is the important part. It's all important. Now we've got to do something with this positive energy. We're starting to build ourselves back up a little bit. Give yourself permission to take action. You've laid some of the groundwork, forgiveness, feeling your feelings, letting them go. You're starting to dream and believe a little bit. You're feeling a little bit better. You're ready. Kind of put your toe in the water a little little bit. Now you can take some action, and I've just outlined some basic things that I did in my early recovery and do to this day, and you've heard me speak about this before in the past. Number one, show up. You know what they say, that's usually half or more of the battle. Show up. How are you gonna connect with others if we don't show up? Honor your commitments. If it's to meet a friend for a cup of coffee, dinner, a lunch, some other special interest that you both have, the gym, church, whatever it is that's something healthy, of course, honor your commitments to them and, of course, to yourself. There is nothing empowering about feeling and being disconnected from others. I can attest to that. When it got so bad, my shame was so bad, I isolated, disconnected from others, alone and drank there's nothing empowering about that when all i could do when it got so bad was pull my crap together get dressed to purchase more alcohol to go back home isolate disconnect some more and judge myself for the way i was feeling there wasn't any good feelings there was a lot of bad feelings and devaluing of myself and fortunately i had enough in me to get some help 
and it wasn't my first attempt. Number two, this one's key. They call it the how. Honest, open, and willing. You've got to get honest with yourself. I go on a fact-finding fact mission on a regular basis to find out what is true about Steve. There are good things that are true about Steve and my personality and my values, my beliefs, the way I treat others. And there are some things, there's my dark side, which I've shared with you. The shame, not thinking I'm enough. Being in that state of hell with all those negative feelings of self-loathing, hatred of myself and others, the resentments, and just, it's pure misery, it's hell. I learned two ways to do things in life, because this is hard work what I'm talking about. I learned to do things the really hard way with the blood, sweat, and tears, a good effort, showing up, connecting, working hard, and had a nice run in business and in life. It's hard work. And I put the work in, and it paid off. And then I learned things the other way, and that is the really, really, really painful way. So we can spend our time filling ourselves up with a lot of positive thoughts while holding ourselves accountable, or filling ourselves up with a lot of negative thoughts, which is what I did. Either one takes a lot of time, basically the same amount of time. That's kind of a no-brainer. Gotta be honest with ourselves. I work to find out what's true about Steve and learn more about me, not about you. Yes, I wanna know you and get to know you and more will be revealed about both of us, but it's gotta start with me, it's an inside job. I heard a saying not too long ago, it's hard to see a picture when you're stuck inside the frame. I had to get outside of myself with some help and a lot of support to start to learn what's true about me. Open, open-mindedness open to show up and try something different. Look for reasons to start saying yes to people versus saying no. I know there's times when we're tired and we're not feeling understood. Been there, that's a part of life. Sometimes we gotta unplug a little bit. And the willingness, the willingness to start trying things a little differently because the old way just isn't useful anymore. Drinking wasn't useful. Being resentful and shameful wasn't useful to me. Playing the victim wasn't useful to me anymore. It was killing me. Dr. Carl Jung said it best. Shame is a soul-eating emotion. And it was eating my soul apart, assisted by, obviously, large amounts of alcohol. Gratitude and positive affirmations is number three of actions that I take on a daily basis. So I go back to the permission to feel the feelings. I weave in going through a gratitude list on a daily basis, even when I'm feeling pretty crappy and I'm just not in the mood to, to think positive things. I force myself to be grateful because it's there. It's always a net positive for me. And I weave in these positive affirmations. I stop saying I'm not enough, I'm not good enough to, my actions are enough today. And sometimes I'm feeling really good and my actions are more than enough. I'm gonna crush it today, I'm gonna rock it out. And I do. So I can spend my time creating a positive mindset which creates opportunities, or a negative mindset. That doesn't create opportunity, that creates problems. And when you're using the positive affirmations and practicing gratitude, you can turn the problems into opportunities, or some would call them positive problems. Number four, I set my intentions every day. I'm gonna give you three that I used early on 
in my very early recovery, which I still consider myself to be in early recovery. That's a good thing because I'm growing. For me, it's grow or die. I need to continue to evolve and push myself further and further out of my comfort zone. You know, I have a, a coach that I work with, a mixed martial arts coach. His job is to push me out of my comfort zone on a regular basis. And sometimes I don't feel like it. I have a spiritual coach. I have a sponsor. I have multiple mentors, multiple coaches for me. So part of my intentions, there's three of them that I've used on a regular basis. Number one, focus on this stuff. I've got to be all in. Remember, all we need is the energy for today. Tomorrow's tomorrow, next week is next week. And I sure as heck don't have the energy for next month and next year. I don't even know how that's possible. Again, they call that anxiety. I'm all in today. I'm all in on my intentions, my recovery, being of service, recording this podcast today. I'm all in. Number two, patience. This takes a lot of patience. For those of us in recovery, for addiction and other disorders, patience wasn't one of our strong suits. If it was, we wouldn't have fallen prey to unhealthy coping mechanisms, unhealthy behaviors. Patience every day. That might be just standing in line waiting at the checkout counter. Number three, engage. Showing up, engage with people. Say hello, make eye contact. Reach out to people, shake their hand, look them in the eyes. If appropriate, give them a hug. Hugs are great. We talked about that in a previous podcast about making connections, simple ways to make connection with others. Saying hello to that person, knowing, oh boy, I don't know if they're going to say hello back. Usually I found nine times out of 10 they do. And if they don't, that means they're fighting a battle that we're just not aware about. So... Those are a few things that I do on a regular basis. And again, you can do this. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of hard work to do this. If I can give anybody anything in early recovery or any form of recovery that you're in today is that feeling of empowerment. Stick around, be patient. Try these things long enough to feel empowered. Then you're really going to believe in yourself. Then you're really going to take some bigger actions. And you're really going to effectuate some change. And people will notice this. They will see this in you. You may not at first. And they may need, you may need their help in reminding you that you're doing well. That's what support teams and friends are all about then you can really do some amazing things. Again, thanks for joining me. You are amazing today. You can give this a shot today. It takes a lot of patience and it's a lot of hard work. But I can tell you this, it's the hard way or it's the really painful way. You've got a choice to make today. Good luck with that. It's great talking with you as always. You do matter. I love you very much. And you know why I love you? Because I can. I can do that now. I've learned how to do that. Good luck to you the rest of the week. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.